bad days. We all have them. Today, we're talking about how to get through them in the best way possible. We're talking about how important our thoughts are and even more importantly, the words that come out of our mouth. How often are you labeling a day as bad when it was really one bad thing that in the big picture isn't that big of a deal? I've become hyper aware in the last few years about what I care about and what's worth stressing over. I know I've got a set number of days on this planet and I'm going to try my best to have as many good days as possible. So today we're talking about strategies that you can use on bad days and how to flip it when it's not actually a bad day. I think it's all about your perspective. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we interpret it and how we label it. So if we are very intentional about protecting our happy headspace and how we interpret and label things, we will shake off so many more bad days and have so many more awesome days. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. This podcast is all about how to be awesome at having bad days. I know that probably sounds like an oxymoron, but it is not. And let me tell you why. I think that so often we take what are good days, but have one or two bad things and we label them as bad days. I have become obsessed with reading and consuming as much information I can about the power of the conversations that we have in our head and the words that we actually speak out loud. So I want to do a whole podcast on how to be awesome at having bad days. So we are prepared for them and we figure out like the best tools to cope with things that happen to us so the day doesn't actually turn into a bad day. We're able to get through it better. First, two things this podcast is not. This podcast is not saying that you can never have bad days because I am all about feeling all the feelings, expressing, not repressing. We're going to get into that. The second thing this podcast is not, this podcast is not about tragedy and deep sadness and grief and life trauma. I believe that to be something completely different. A dear friend of mine um, just lost her father and I am devastated and heartbroken. I've never met her dad personally, but I love her so much. I am just devastated. And I think that that grief is at a different level and something, to be honest, I haven't faced closely. So I don't ha- I don't have the tips on that yet. Hopefully, well, hopefully not one day, but I'm sure as I grow and learn, I will learn more about that. But this is not about that. This is not about that like earth shattering um, grief and sadness that gives you a bad day. I'm talking about more of the daily things, those daily things that happen to us that we label as bad. Like when someone's like, how was your day? You're like, God, I had a bad day. But then when you really go to explain it, was it really a bad day? Like, did you wake up and, you know, you have a a nice plan for the day, you're not stressed, you have clothes you like to wear, you get to have your delicious coffee, you have people around you that you love, 
and you have a smartphone, which is um, fucking incredible, by the way, that we're able to do anything from our phone that, I mean, presidents couldn't even run the country with the kind of power, you know, whatever, 50 years ago, with the kind of power that we have in our pockets all day. So I am just hell-bent on perspective. I am all about perspective. And very rarely when you're having a bad day, you don't want someone to tell you like, be grateful. How lucky are you? But I'm not talking about it in a cheesy way. I am talking about it in a very realistic way. Thinking about it in the big picture, how lucky are we? Like how actually awesome is it where we live, what we're doing, the opportunities we have? If you're tired and you're hungry, you can have food delivered within one hour, not even moving with an app on your phone. That's incredible. That didn't exist 10 years ago. So I'm all about perspective. And like I said, you are allowed to have a bad day, feel all the feelings. My goal of this podcast is to sort of flip it and remind you how powerful you are, how powerful your thoughts are and your words are. And I think 90% of the time we are labeling something as a bad day when we could just label it not as a bad day and then you won't have a bad day. Here's the deal. I've done a lot of reading over the years to train myself to be in control of how I feel. I think there are always problems and I've really been able to, something I did not do well in the past is I take it all on as my fault. There are hard parts of every day, but I'm also making other parts of my life hard on purpose in the best way so that I'm tough and durable and I can handle these hard things as they come. Whatever it is, those little things that come in your day because I'm doing things in my life to make my life hard. I'm running further than my body wants to run or I'm taking a cold shower or you know when I'm just tired and I don't want to do my work emails I'm telling myself for 20 minutes you're going to sit here it's hard it sucks you don't want to do it finish off your emails for 20 minutes then move on you know it's not always physical things but I'm doing those things every day to condition condition my own toughness so that I'm just more durable like Maybe you're hurrying somewhere, you get pulled over, and you get a speeding ticket. Like, that's just the worst feeling. You're mad at the cop, you're mad at yourself. But listen, yes, it's a pain, it's a huge headache, it's going to be expensive, it's going to take time, you might have to do traffic school, it's a huge headache. And for a lot of us, that would be like, my, you know, maybe that happens on your way to work. And you're like, cool, my day's bad, my day's ruined. But how about you're like, listen, okay? And a lot of times we don't want to hear this when we've done something wrong, like say you're speeding, but listen, maybe that was a wake-up call that I need to slow my roll, that I need to slow down. Yes, it's going to cost me $350 and a couple hours of headache, but I didn't get an accident and someone I love didn't get a call that I'm in the hospital because I was speeding and crashed into the center divider. You know what I mean? Like this is the stuff we don't always want to hear and we don't want to tell ourselves. Like we want to blame the cop. Like I was barely going fast and there were 10 cars going faster than me. Listen, it's in the in the perspective of life, it is a headache, but it's not earth shattering. I've just tried to condition myself and it's not always easy, but I'm able to shake off more bad days because I'm mentally and physically tough. It doesn't always work out the way I'd like, but a lot of times it does. 
because I train and I'm ready for it just like a race. Like when I'm training myself, I'm like, listen, I do hard things because life is hard. The more hard things I do, the more prepared I am when the unexpected hard things happen. I think it really, it really is a game changer. Talking about it's all my fault. When I used to have a huge team of employees, I made I made mistakes running a team, especially because I didn't I didn't have actual experience doing this. I started my company at 20. I needed a staff. I had a staff of 12 right away and then it grew and grew and I, I, looking back now, I made mistakes. Like I'd walk in and someone would come send an email blast with errors and misspellings. And I'm like, God, you know, how could this happen? But now I'm like, it's all my fault. Okay. So that happened, but I must've not set up the right protocols. Like sometimes it could still be a little bit of someone else's fault, but I'm like, okay, I either hired someone who's not right for the position or I didn't set up enough test email protocols to make sure that someone else is checking it and that I'm doing the final check so that an email blast can't be sent out with errors and misspellings and grammar errors. It's my fault. It's not actually their fault. And the reason is it's so empowering that I'm not out here playing the blame game. Something bad happens, it's all my fault. There's a very interesting concept in philosophy called learned hopelessness. This concept is used to explain certain aspects of anxiety and depression. And I think oftentimes it's can what lead us to saying we're having a bad day. So learned hopelessness. It's basically if you're taught at a young age that you are helpless in the face of struggles or the world's forces, you will continue to view things that happen to you with this same perspective of lack of control. And then you actually become helpless. Even if you can have control, even if you do have control over what's going on, you've learned this helplessness, no matter the context or if things change or if you really actually do have control. And I think this is something that we can unlearn as well by training ourselves to be tough, taking things on with a perspective of it's all my fault because it's empowering and freeing No one else has control over you and your daily happiness. Shitty things happen to us, but we have to think, has somebody else gotten through this and somebody else been okay? Then we can too. And I think that that helps when you're feeling this sort of like when you're playing the blame game or you're doing this helplessness thing. Things happen to us, but it's all about making ourselves tough to get through it. We have to realize that we are in control of so much more than we think. And it's important to take on accountability and blame because it's so freeing. You control almost everything in your life. You might not be able to control the environment that you grew up in or the location that you grow up grew up in and, and so many different things you can't control, but you can control your headspace, the words that come out of your mouth, and how you label the things that happened to you by saying, like not verbalizing, today was a bad day, is that in itself is such a game changer. I have really, and I do this exercise a lot with my kids, when someone, and I tell them, like my word is awesome, I love awesome, it makes me smile. When someone asks me, how are you? I'm awesome. Things are awesome. Because by verbalizing it, you make that the truth. Just like when someone's like, how was your day? And you're just like, 
you know, like I kind of think of it like Eeyore and Winnie the Pooh, you know, the guy who's just like never happy. Do you know people like this who are just like, you know, Eeyoreing through life? Nobody wants to be around that. Nobody wants to listen to you complain and you don't want to live in that headspace. So I think the minute you take that control and you realize that you are not helpless, that you have control over your happiness, your thoughts, the words that come out of your mouth and you label your day, it is a game changer. Okay, a couple other things that I think are very, very important when managing what otherwise would have been a bad day. Take care of your body. Nutrition, exercise, and sleep. These are so much so important. You are so much more durable when bad things happen if you are giving your body what it needs. So I think that it's very interesting to test different exercise and different diets, different nutrition. And I think that everybody's different and you should listen to your body and learn what it needs. What food, after you have lunch, what makes you feel good and have energy and what makes you feel like you need a nap and sluggish and crappy? Listen to your body and give your body what it needs. Exercise and rest. I just think that when we do our self-care, when we take care of our body and take care of our mind, whether that's meditations, whether that's having alone time, whether that's getting a massage, whether that's exercising alone or having whatever that moment is, I'm telling you, nutrition, exercise, sleep, and giving yourself your, your own space is just so important because then you're walking around happy and things happen and you don't turn it into a bad day. This is exactly why I say get in your tens on the regular because then you're operating happy. I had someone message me and said, I love your concept of tens. I can't do this on the daily, but I'm going to do this on the weekends. Very interesting thought. First, I think that's a great first step to start on the weekends. But I messaged back and I said, why not start today? Why not start this hour? Because getting in your tens is not like these massive things. Like it's not like, you know, driving three hours to your favorite epic farm farm to table restaurant and enjoying lunch outside. Something that takes all day. No, no, no. I'm talking about getting in your little tens. That like warm, steaming cup of coffee you love or ice cold water mixed with your electrolyte powder, one of my personal favorites to give you energy and just something refreshing. Whether it's calling your best friend or your mom on your drive, whether it's listening to a podcast, whether it's booking a massage in a month or a pedicure next week, or scheduling a date night or connecting with a friend you haven't talked to. I'm talking about things that some of them take 30 seconds, some of them take all day. But it's a matter of knowing what those things are that make you happy and getting them in every day. Like it's a little challenge. How many tens can you get in today? And for the people in your life that you love and the people that you take care of, maybe your partner or your kids, how can you help them get in their tens, knowing what they love, what's important to them, and how can you help them get their tens in each day? Because that that will end up being a 10 for you too. And here's the reason why this helps with your bad days, because then you are operating happy. You're focusing on those tiny little things throughout the day that make you happy. Say you hate your job. So you label, I have bad days every day because I hate my job. Okay, first, let's work on an exit plan for that job so you can get into a job you love. But in the meantime, let's work on those tens that you can get in before work, after work, and during work so that you still have happy good days. And every day is not bad because you're getting in your tens. 
I just think that taking care of our body is so important. Stress affects every part of our body. So we have to fight to keep our stress level as low as possible. We know stress affects our hormones, our muscles, our breathing, our blood pressure, our sleep, all of it. So we have to pay attention to our stress so we can work to fix it and good in a good headspace so we can sleep well at night. Speaking of sleep, when we have these stresses and these things that make us, you know, quote unquote, have a bad day, I think that one very tactical tool that works for most people is just sleep it off. Don't try to solve all your problems that day, especially when you're emotional or exhausted from it. You are a much better problem solver, I promise you, and better able to cope with stress when you're well rested. Plus, things won't seem like such a big deal as time goes on. So I love the just sleep it off thing. And listen, some days are a bad day, right? Some days are things that really upset you, really bother you. We're not able to use all these tools. And as we feel the feelings, that's how we feel. And that's okay. And so I think that sometimes we make that bad day worse by trying to solve it all, talk to everyone, fight it out, cry it out. I think there's a fine balance between feeling all the feelings and other times just just realizing I'm spent today. Uh, I am better off sleeping it off, not trying to solve this today and working through it tomorrow or the next day. I just think that sleeping it off, um, I wish I would have really listened to this advice for so many years in the past. I can just think of different things that I got myself so worked up over and so stressed and so emotional and lost so much sleep over. Whereas if I just would have been like, you know what? We're just going to call it today. We're going to have a great meal. We're going to take a nice warm shower, get cozy, go to bed early, call it an early day. I think that extra sleep is a good thing on days like this. And you're so much better equipped to deal with it the next day. Also, don't judge yourself for days when you weren't your best. We're not, our best is going to be different every day. We're not going to be able to wake up and be our ideal best self every single day. So I think it's really important uh, to give yourself a little grace and slack and don't judge yourself for those days when you weren't your absolute best. For me, I don't have a lot of bad days because I don't acknowledge bad days. Like I said, I believe in feeling all the feelings. I am not talking about suppressing, totally the opposite. I'm just talking about having perspective about it all. For me, if the people I love are healthy and I didn't get a call that one of them is sick or injured, it's a good day. Having an issue in my business or losing out on a big business opportunity sucks and it so super stings. But now, different than years past, it does not ruin my day. It's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. And I still could get upset or cry or work through it. But I'm telling you, I do not verbalize it and I do not label it. Because again, so much of what happens in life, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we interpret it and how we label it. So let those things sting and feel the feelings, work through them, figure out what you need to, go to therapy if you need to, talk to a friend, have quiet time, however you physically get through them. But I'm telling you, you control how you interpret what happens and how you label it. So 
If we are very intentional about protecting our happy head space and how we interpret and label things, I'm telling you, we together will shake off so many more bad days and have so many more awesome days. And I'm telling you, you have to figure out what your phrase is or what your word is when people ask you, how's your day? My day's awesome. And believe it because you've done all this work to have a happy headspace and we know that is our job, our job from our own negative thoughts and uh, and the negative thoughts of other people. And you have to be careful and be mindful about what you listen to, whether it is news that is all doom and gloom and induces fear, whether it is a negative friend or coworker or something in your environment or on social media, you have to be so careful about protecting what you consume and what becomes your reality and what becomes the conversation that goes on in your head. I'm telling you, I am constantly working on this. I'm constantly reading about it and learning about it and seeing what actual experts say on it. And that's all the stuff that I brought to you today is from my own experience, of course, but also um, from what actual psychologists and what experts say helps us work through things. I really hope that the next time in your mind, you're like, I am having such a bad day, or you say it out loud, you stop yourself and think, ah, I can control so much of this. And this actually isn't a bad day. Something bad just happened, but I've got a limited number of days on this planet and I want as few of them as possible to be bad days. So I'm going to control my thoughts. I'm going to control my words and I'm going to flip this and I'm going to turn what would have been a bad day into actually a really awesome day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you have a second, hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a positive review. It really helps our podcast grow. And of course, check out howtobeawesomeateverything.com. My team and I have really spent a lot of time lately amping this up, putting lots of great information on there about having a happy heart, um, having a happy, healthy lifestyle, having a happy home, all of it. We're putting a lot of great content on there. So make sure you check it out. Thank you so much and have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.